welcome, peoples of the interwebs. Tis I, Christy. And me, Kelly. And you're back joining us once again at Unnerved, a horror movie podcast. Welcome! Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome. <laughs> so this week, we are covering Kelly's pick for uh, strong female leads. Yes. And Kelly, what did you decide for us to watch? I decided that... We needed to give Natalie Portman another go mm, mm-hmm. and watch the 2010 movie Black Swan. Yeah. What a mistake. <laughs> I thought, I thought she could redeem herself. And don't get me wrong, there are glimpses. There are glimpses of that person, that actress, that I can see why people like her. But for the most part... This movie, in my opinion, was, as we say, twash. 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 Straight garbage. It was garbo. Or, as my brother says, straight booty cheeks. Whoa. You know. Both the booty cheeks? Both the booty cheeks. Mm. But people like booty. They do, but um, this is one of those moments where it was shitty. Very <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Oh, shitty butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, despite that, you want to hit us with the cast. Yes. Okay, so I already mentioned this, but Natalie Portman is your main character. She plays Nina Sayers, or the White Swan. She's also listed as Odette in the credits, which is the name of the White Swan in the ballet Swan Lake. You know what I just had a, a, a current thought? You know the Barbie version of Swan Lake? Yeah. That's better than this movie. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> I've never watched it, but you're probably right. <laughs> then there's Mila Kunis, who I is Mila. Lily, also known as the Black Swan. She plays Odile, which I was like, she's in this movie? I love Mila Kunis. I do too. She's married to Ash- Ashton Kutcher? Are they still married? Were they married? I don't know. But they, they've been together okay. throughout all of their lives, essentially. Okay, so I'm not, like, imagining something. No. Okay. Then Vincent Castle is Thomas Leroy, or the gentleman. That is the ballet. He's the instructor. Yeah, okay. And then Barbara Hershey is Erica Sawyers, or the queen. She also plays Natalie. She plays Natalie Portman's mom. Nina's mom. Yep. I love her, too. Especially yes. in Insidious. Ooh. I do, I... That actress slaps. We, we will, we will talk, we'll talk about it. Oh, she's doing the hand motions. I am she's making movements. She's the air. <laughs> she's snapping the air. Uh, Winona Ryder is Elizabeth Beth McIntyre or the Dying Swan. Also love Winona Ryder. She was like such a pleasant face to see in this movie. I was like, excuse me? The casting is pretty good. It is. It is. Also seeing Sebastian stand for like five minutes. I was like, excuse me? I was like, we could keep him on screen all day. I love Sebastian Stan. Samesies. And then Benjamin Mil- Millipede? Millipede? Uh, uh, is yeah. David Moreau or Prince Siegfried. Uh, I believe he also choreographed a lot of this. And him and Natalie Portman met on set and got married afterwards. So They got done got murdered. I don't know if they're still together. I don't know. Probably not. I and this, don't care. This is directed by Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky? I think that's right. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm going to say it. It sounds like correct. a name. 
Uh, yes. It's a better pronunciation than I got. All right, let's uh, dive into this lake. Yeah, of and before, swans. before we get like too far into it, there are parts of this I really like, and we will talk about it. Oh yeah. But the movie as a whole, I really don't like. Yeah, we'll get into it. So we're we're starting out. Good old Nina. She's living her best life is under she? her overprotective mommy. How old do you think she is? Mid twenties. Okay. Because I couldn't find, like, an answer to that. Early to mid-twenties because dancers have a, like, short career. Yes, they do. Which is why Winona Ryder's character is, like, forcibly retired. Mm Mm-hmm. And why Nina's mom mentions that she had to give up dancing at, like, 28, 29. Yeah. Because she was fading into dance retirement. Yep. I mean, you you got it. Eventually, you're going to stop... Like, weighing less than 100 pounds as a ballerina. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Natalie Portman is so thin in this movie. And Mila Kunis lost, like, 20 pounds for this. Yeah. I think role, they... For her role. They both did. She, uh... I, read I know stuff. Natalie Portman... Lo- uh, Natalie Portman also lost 20 pounds. Yeah. And Mila Kunis also they lost 20. They both did, yeah. <sighs> They're so skinny. Yeah, and they were skinny to begin with. They didn't have the weight... To lose, so now I didn't realize Natalie Portman was as flat as she was until this movie. Oh yeah, I knew she was flat, but like, well, also she's twenty pounds flatter. Still, still, there's nothing far, far, nothing there. Um, but yeah, she's in the New York City ballet company. Mm-hmm. You know, getting her dance on, and they're preparing for their season. Yes, the next season for Swan Lake. Yeah. And that they need a new swan, both the white and the black Combined, which the director or whatever of the ballet has decided to cast as the same person. Yes. Um, And so he's going around while everybody's rehearsing and he's tapping people on the shoulder. He's like, hey, anyone who I just tapped, your rehearsals are as scheduled. Mm -hmm. Anyone I didn't tap... You have the opportunity to come and audition for the leading lady. Yeah. So, of course, Natalie Portman did not get tapped, so... Yas. So she gets to audition. And there's a lot of metaphors, a lot of imagery in this movie. So she, in that scene, is wearing all white, but everyone else is wearing some variation of white, black, gray. So, like, we're kind of seeing that. It's important. It's stupid, but it's important. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's mirrors in every single scene, except for the one where she's on stage. No wonder it felt weird. Like, the movie feels weird. Yeah, I will give it props for, like... Cinematography? And, and like, the feel, the themes. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Yeah. I give it the props for atmosphere. It's creepy. It is creepy. I give it props. But some things just can't save a movie. Mm-mm. My opinion. So she goes in and she auditions and she slays her white swan. Slays. Yeah, she slays. He's like, if I was just casting the white swan, you'd have it. But I need you to be both. So go be the black swan real quick. And she fucking fails. Yeah, pretty spectacularly. And also gets distracted by Mila Kunis's character 
who decides to walk in in the middle of her audition, who's Nate. also yeah, who's also auditioning and is new to the company from San Francisco. Yes, she's more free spirited, and Nina is very uptight. Yeah, they are opposites of each other. Uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. based on their credits that we listed. <laughs> I mean, I guess. So, Nina auditions, she fails, sad, sad hours. She comes home and cries. Oh yeah, like, oh, why, okay, also, she's a grown-ass woman. Yeah, she acts like she's five. She acts very young. Also, her room is pink and white and frilly, something that I imagine a 10-year-old's room would be. It kind of begs the question, because this was a very uncomfortable movie, partly because I didn't feel like she either had the maturity or the intelligence of someone her age. She felt childlike. I feel like that's one influence of her mother. Oh yeah, probably. And two, her mental illnesses. Which makes everything so much creepier, because then it's like they're grooming yeah. someone who is exhibiting childlike behavior. It's just very weird, and I don't like it. it uh, they could have done something different to portray a fragile human, besides yeah. making her act like she's ten. Yeah. She felt young. Yeah, that's why I looked up her age. I was like, I don't know how old she's supposed I mean, to be. She announces she's like, I'm moving out. She's like, she's, she's drinking. Yeah, so she's over the age of twenty one. Yeah, but it's uh, she acts like she's ten, yeah, and her weird. room is like she's ten. It's got stuffed animals and stuff. Stuffed too. animals. There are pink butterflies on the walls. I was like, honey. Ugh, yeah. no, get this pink shit off my TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, Nina goes in to talk to Thomas, and she's like, hey, please reconsider me for the role. I know I can do better. I know I can be flawless. And he's like, listen, I'm already giving it to somebody else. Veronica. Veronica. And she's not even fighting back. She's just like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, very timid. And well, why did she show up? She's just right. expected him and, to give it to her? And immediately he's like, why aren't you fighting back? Yeah. Why aren't you fighting for the role? Mm-hmm. Because that's what we need to see. And he advances, and she bites him. I mean, respect, because it was definitely not wanted. No, it wasn't. But then he's like, okay, she can let loose. She has a dark side. I can see it. We can do something with this. And changes his mind, and that's how she gets the role. She tells Veronica congratulations, Because by the she way. was told yeah. that Veronica was going to get it. So she's like, oh, congratulations. Like, I didn't get it. And then the cast list gets posted, and Veronica's rightfully upset. Yeah, she doesn't even apologize. Like, that's it. That's the rest we see of Veronica for the rest of the movie. No, Veronica pops up again a little bit later with some snarky remarks. Well, she fucking deserves it. I'm just saying, I don't like Nina. No, me neither. I agree with you. I like I like Veronica a little bit better. She's Same. Sa- she's sassy. Um, but, oh my gosh, yes, we got this. And mm-hmm. now, Beth uh, is 
getting kicked out of her room. Her announcement has been finalized. Nina goes in uh, and steals, like, lipstick and a letter opener. Also weird. Yeah. I, like, she is trying to become Beth. It's weird. It is weird. I love Winona Ryder, though. I do, too. But it, it's, again, it's, like, this stuff that just... Like, really? Like, this is what we decided to do with this. Okay. Alright. So, they have a few rehearsals, but then there's this huge gala happening. Yeah. To announce the new season and celebration and everything like that. Ooh. And so, Thomas is going to announce Beth's retirement to the public, as well as the new Swan Queen being Nina. Yes. Who is still wearing all white. Yes. Which is an okay dress. It's pr- it's very pretty. It's pretty. Um, so they announce Beth's retirement and Beth is like... Beside herself. Livid in the middle of the dance floor. And... He calls her... Little princess. Little princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my desk. There's Kelly vomit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What the hell was that guy? No man should be calling you little... Like... A, a 30 year old woman? Yeah. Little princess? As long, I mean, unless if anyone it, ever calls me little princess, they are getting a dick punch. I would, I would just look at them like, <laughs> you it, don't know who I am. That's a joke, right? Like, you're not doing that on purpose, right? Oh, uh, no. Gross. Absolutely gross. So, he's like, okay, Nina, you've got, we need their money. Yeah. You gotta smile. Yep. You gotta do what you gotta do to promote yourself. Yep. In a positive light. So, Nina is accused by Beth. Before then, though, she has a scene in the bathroom where she starts picking Mm. at her fingers. So she's got some kind of picking. Some sort of compulsion. Yes. Uh, And she sees in her fingers, she's picking at it. It's like right where you would have a hangnail. And she like pulls it all the way back. Freaks out because there's a ton of blood, and then like looks up and looks back down, and it's totally fine. Yep, it's all in her head. Also, She's side away. note: don't pick at your hangnails; you can get infections. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. I, I don't know someone that. who just got over an infection yeah. from doing that. It's not fun. Don't do it. Just clip your fingernails like a normal person. And, and Mila Kunis, good old Lily, she's just like, oh my gosh, you're gonna kill it. Yeah. She's, she's actually supportive. very supportive. Oh, yeah. And she's like, you got this. It's gonna be great. And she removes her underwear because she's like, I need easy access for, for down there. She's got plans. I mean, you go, girl. She's got plans. She's thinking ahead. She's like, these are gonna get in the way. But I don't want to lose them. Yeah. <laughs> so put them in purse. Good she, I mean, I get it. So, Beth accuses Nina of sexual favors to Thomas to getting the role. Mm-hmm. And... She had a little clap back there, but was pretty good. Yeah. And Thomas is like, okay, you need to go home and touch yourself. That's your homework assignment. Yeah, he takes her back to his place. Yes. Inappropriate. It almost seemed like he was trying to have sex with her, but then decided against it. I think he maybe kind of knows better, or knows how to, like, play the long game for the consensual. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
He's playing the long game. He's, That's what he's like doing. He's in for the long con. Yeah, he's like, we're going to be at this for a few months. I could do something with this, mm-hmm. but go slow. So, gives her the homework assignment. Next day, we find out Beth attempted suicide. Yeah, she stepped in front of a car mm-hmm. after the uh, gala. And Very hurt. In the hospital. Mm-hmm. And her legs are seriously injured and she'll ne- likely never dance again. Well, very sad. Very, very sad. I mean, she was already getting retired. Like, she was going to dance again. Come on now. I mean, she probably would have done it on the side, right? Like, you don't give it up. Maybe become a choreographer. Right, but not... You will never be in the position that you once were. Correct. So now we're in rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Uh... Nina has to observe Lily a little bit to, like, become a little bit more free-spirited. Yeah. Because Lily is obvious. She's in the ensemble, but she's, like, having fun. She stands out. Yeah, she's having fun. She's embracing her personality, Mm -hmm. and she's very outgoing. Well, Nina's very introverted. Uptight. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So Nina's also experiencing hallucinations of, like, scratch marks on her back. Yeah. And, which mom also sees. I don't think they're hallucinations. I do think she is scratching herself. She's seeing hallucinations of, like, little bumps. Yes. And them getting worse and yes. something moving underneath. Yes, but I think the scratches themselves are there. Are there. Which, I can barely reach all of my back. Like, well, when you're that skinny. I mean, I can reach all of my back. It's yeah. It's not hard. But to be accused of just doing that in my sleep, I'd be like, no. No, that would be... <laughs> It would be very hard to do. Mm-hmm. So, we have Mom, who is now becoming concerned about everything. Mom is, like, upset. Mom is overbearing. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. So. Oh, yeah, we pro- didn't talk about this, but they had a cake scene where she brought home a cake to celebrate the fact that... I thought that she made the cake. It was one of the two. Yeah. And it was to celebrate Nina getting the Swan Queen part. And Nina, Nina is seen having bulimic tendencies in this movie. Oh, yeah. And she's like, no, a smaller mom, smaller, I want a really small piece of cake, I really don't, I'm not hungry, I don't want any. She's like, I I can't eat that. Yeah. Because my stomach is still in knots. And she's like, well, this is useless, and it's about to throw it in the trash. Yeah, just absolutely And she's like, no, no, I'll have some, it's fine. (laughs) Mom also has a weird room in the house. With paintings of just her daughter? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, weird. It's weird. Heckin' weird. Which I'm sure she does. I think she's the one that's painting those paintings. Yes, it was her mom's room, I think. Weird. Absolutely weird. But also, her mom undresses her when she gets home from the gala. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And notices the scratches. Mm-hmm. And then sits her down in her underwear and proceeds to cut her nails all the way down. Oh, I hated this. With a scissors! Yeah, they're little nail scissors. I've never seen nail scissors before. Yeah, so but I didn't they're, know this. they are nail scissors. Okay. So, they're a thing. <laughs> I believe you. I just didn't know what they were. My grandma has them. <laughs> but it's just like, okay. Why? Ugh. No. Right. Uh, so, yeah, rehearsals, they're not going that great. No, she is not loosening up for this part of the black swan. White Swan is no problem. Black Swan, not so much. Not so much. And, I mean, kind of rightfully so, the director, whatever, is getting more and more frustrated with her about it. Yeah. And so she has a moment where she's like, 
after rehearsal, she's alone and she's crying. She is upset. She just got yelled at and she's had a long day. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Yeah. Good old Lily shows up and she's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Yeah, she's, again, being supportive. Yes. And she's like, I know you're going to kill it. Just keep practicing. He can be a lot. You got this. Yeah. And she suspects that Nina is starting to like Thomas. Yeah. And, oh, was this also when, right before this, she she and Thomas worked on that scene. Yes, it is. Where he, he like. He seduces her. Oh, yeah, he's like, but it has to be the other way around. And he's touching all over her. Yeah. Tongue down her throat. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable to watch. Is this before or after she also, she has a scene where she touches herself? That's after her mom clips her nails. Oh, my gosh, that was so uncomfortable. She, like, starts touching herself and then she realizes her mom is in the room. Asleep in the corner. Yeah, oh my god. Absolutely not. Way to kill that booth. Yeah, she immediately was like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. So, Lily's like, hey, you're gonna kill it. And she offers a cigarette. She says something she probably shouldn't have, and Nina's just like, okay, I gotta go. Yeah, she kind of poked a little bit at Nina liking Thomas. Yeah. And She's Nina like, maybe like you that. can be the little princess next. Ugh. Yeah. Disgusting! It is. Gross. Uh, so Nina storms out, and the next day, she's practicing, she's practicing, and Thomas is not giving her, like, any constructive criticism. Just no. saying, again, again. And she's like, do you have any notes? Yeah. What do I need to be doing differently? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, Lily confronted me saying that I've been too hard on you and that, yeah, you know, you are too fragile. Mm-hmm. And... Nina does flip out at Lily, and this is where Veronica comes back in with her snarky remarks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lily's like, I ran into him, and yeah, I mentioned that you've been working your ass off. Yeah. And that was it. So, Nina's upset and goes home. Mm Mm-hmm. Hangs out with Mom for a little bit. They're working on her point shoes. Yeah, must suspects that Thomas has done something to Nina, touched her. Sullied her. Yeah. And Nina's like, no. (laughs) Like, mom, drop it. I have not had sex with my dance instructor mother. Leave me alone! She's like, like, honey, I've been there. And we're like, ew. And she's like, and that's why I got pregnant with you and had to quit. Yeah. It's like, okay, you made your choices. Yeah. Simmer down. Get get over yourself. And then there's a knock at the door. Yeah. Lily shows up. Mm Mm-hmm. And invites Nina out for dinner and drinks because yeah. she's like, hey, I'm sorry. I really shouldn't have butted in like that. Mm-hmm. Let me make it up to you. Girls night. Let's yeah. go. And Nina's like, you know what? Fuck you, mom. Yeah, I'm going to go out. She do. She yeah. go out. She go out. And she gets some drinks. They get some dinner, get some drinks. And Lily offers Nina ecstasy. Yeah. And she's like, it only lasts a couple of hours. It'll calm me down. Mm-hmm. Make you relax. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Nina turns it down, but Lily's like, that's fine. And she puts it away. And so Nina's like, I'm gonna go use the bathroom. She comes back. Lily's spiking her drink, which Nina can see. Yeah. And Sebastian Stan and know. the other guy. Whoever the fuck that was. <laughs> are talking to her and Nina's like, Okay, 
you said it only lasts a couple hours, right? And she downs her drink, and mm-hmm. she knows that it was drugged. Yeah. Um, so, they're flirting with the guys. Nina's starting to get real high. Yeah. And is making out with, like, everybody. Anybody and everybody. They're at nightclubs. They're yeah. dancing, having a good time. Too good of a time. And she makes it home. Mm-hmm. Supposedly with Lily. I say uh, supposedly, but we will get there. Yeah, right? I'm not really sure. I don't... Th- Lily did not no. go home But with was her. Lily in the car with her? That I don't know. Okay. But Lily did not go into the house with her. Okay. So, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either, based no. on the conversation later. Yeah. So, I don't think so. I think Nina's on her own. Or with somebody random. Yeah, could be. Um, so Nina makes it home, drunk and high. Mm-hmm. Gets into an argument with her mother. Runs into her bedroom with supposedly Lily. Yep. Um, and Lily performs oral sex on her. We have a whole lesbian Moment. sex scene. Yep. And then she wakes up and she's late for her dress rehearsal. Nobody's yeah. around in the morning. And Lily also, she saw that Lily, like, put a pillow on her face and had her go to sleep, kind of like she was trying to maybe sabotage or something along those lines. She's hallucinating. Yeah. Though. Yes, but that's what she, she just saw. passes out. Yeah. She Whatever. Yeah. So, she makes it to the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Late. Morning because, yeah, late. And they're performing for the first time that night. And she sees her mom on the way out, and mom is pissed. I mean. Yeah. She's like, Mom, you didn't wake me up. I'm moving out. Fuck you. Yep. Goes to rehearsal. Uh, we find out that Lily has been cast as her alternate. Mm-hmm. And Nina's upset by this because of her hallucinations. They're growing stronger. Yeah, so she th- she's starting to think that... Lily's out to get her. Yeah, Lily wants her part and is willing to do anything in order to get it. Mm-hmm. Which, from what we know of Lily, is not true. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of also in the hallucinations, and we're like, okay, what's real, what's not? Yeah, we don't know. But with a conversation that Lily has, that they have, Lily's like, no, I didn't go home with you. Right. Clearly, you're just having wet dreams about me. Yeah. And that's super flattering. Yeah, she's really cool about it. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Cool. I know I'm hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. Like, <laughs> I know I'm the shit. So, Nina uh, gets ready. She's like, all right, she's in her white swan. Mm-hmm. Goes out, performs. Wasn't there a whole other thing in between? I don't know why. I feel like there was. Yes. But I honestly don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, she does. She does go home. She goes home. It's really important. She was practicing late. Because it's like the day before. She's practicing late and then she sees something move in the corner of her eye when the lights go out at the theater or whatever mm. she's practicing. And then she sees, she she thinks she sees Lily and Thomas getting it on in one of the wings. And then Lily's face turns into her face. Yeah. And she runs home and then she's like This is before on. Lily shows up at her house for a girl's night. Was it? Yes, okay. because this sequence, her being late. Cause yeah, but then she has to go home again because she no. bumps her head, and then mom calls and says she's not coming in. That's still the night. That's still all in the night that she goes out. 
because when no, she's no, late, no, when she's late to rehearsal, when they're at dinner, she's like, Roy, we're on stage tomorrow. Yeah. So it's all when they're going out and mom calls in when she's running, when she's late and she's like, no, I'm going to perform. Fuck you. So everybody thought that she wasn't going to be. Yeah, but then that there's the one sequence where she comes in and Lily is dancing. She has that break where she talks about to Thomas and she can't be my alternate. And then she goes home again because then she's got her mom has trapped her in her room. And then they called and said she's not coming in. I guess okay. There has she has to be home one more time. Okay. Because mom says she's not performing tonight and she's late and almost doesn't make it. They were going to announce that Lily was going to do it, but then Nina I got comes you. in at the last second. Yep. I guess. I just... It's, it's all a blur, movie. and I hate this movie. It's hard I'm to putting that out there. I hate this movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she shows up, whatever. She's gonna do it. She goes out, performs White Swan. She f- is dropped when she's performing. Mm-hmm. Was that her fault? I think so. Okay. And she blames her male counterpart, mm-hmm. saying that he's the one that dropped her, which, yeah, technically, but you did something <coughs> to cause him to drop you. Right. So, now she's got to transform into the Black Swan. She has a hallucina- uh, hallucination of her fighting Lily yeah. in her dressing room. Stabs Lily with a shard of, glass. of mirror yeah. that they break. Yep. Hides her in the bathroom. Yep. Goes out, performs the Black Swan, mm-hmm. and we... Flawlessly. We yes, see. with feathers galore. Yep. And bright red eyes. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Uh, finishes that, goes up, kisses Thomas real hard. Oh yeah, full on kiss kiss time. Goes back to the dressing room, gets ready to go back into White Swan, sees blood coming out from underneath the bathroom door, mm-hmm. covers it up with a pink towel, then Lily shows up at the door. Yeah. And she's like, hey, you slayed. Yes, queen. And she's like, okay, see you out there. And she mm-hmm. goes, and Nina's like, what the fuck? And she looks, Lily's not there. In the bathroom where she was hiding her. But she looks down at her own abdomen and pulls out the... Glass pe- shard. Yeah. yeah. So she stabbed herself. Yep. Goes out, performs the last of the white swan, and jumps. And she's like, I was perfect. Thomas calls her a little princess. Mm. Right. And they all realize that she's just bleeding profusely from her abdomen because all that movement and jumping around just oh, yeah. opens that shit up more and uh, fade to white. She died, right? I'm saying that she died. That's but how everybody's I like, read it. It's up to interpretation. No, we need someone on the kill count. She died. Literally, Odette in the Swan Lake dies. dies. Yeah. So she has to die. Yeah. I knew she was going to die. This entire movie. Yeah. There's no opportunity. No, she's dead. Dead, dead, dead. And that's what that was. That was some movie, I guess. Yes. If you want to count it as that. Before we get into fun facts, do we want to talk a little bit, anything redeeming about this movie? So, like, I like most of the acting, just not Natalie Portman's. Yeah. Um, there were parts of the story that I could see. I feel like if they fleshed it out and explained Swan Lake a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I don't think that we needed really Mom. I guess we needed Mom a little bit, but we maybe did a little. 
Maybe not to the extent of having mom. I don't know. I felt like it was too long, but like they could have delved deep into other things instead of instead of what they did. I will say, I was checking about every ten minutes. Like, oh, where are? Oh my gosh, we still got an hour. Like, it was a long movie. Yeah, and not well paced. The way I look at it is, this movie would have been a lot better as like. A short film that's about 15 to 20 minutes and only has the last 15 to 20 minutes of the movie if it was just that final performance with a little bit of like context like she's just really stressed and stuff it would have been really good because I like that ending I think instead of also the mental illness which yes I'm all for that in movies mm -hmm. and like putting a light on that I feel like maybe delving deeper into it being a curse Oh, that's interesting. The role of it being a curse instead of it being her mental illness that's mm -hmm. causing it. Because, like, having it be a curse and then having, like, Winona Ryder be a bigger part and be like, you're in for a world of hurt. Yeah. As the reigning queen. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. And, and all that. And her either... Make it more of a metaphor rather than a, a direct line to mental, mental illness kind of thing. Yes. I think that would have been more interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I like psychological horror, and I like st stuff that they do, like, in this movie, but, like, overall, as a story, I could not connect to any of it. I didn't like... I really I got struggle, because I don't like Natalie Portman's character. I don't feel empathy for her character, so I don't really care what happens to her. Like, and that's not great. I feel like if they also played up the more, like, Stockholm Syndrome stuff mm -hmm. with Mom, that would have worked. But I don't know. Even, like, I don't know. The whole idea, I think, was that the pressure was too much and it got to her. And Yeah, but we, I see Mom as also being a villain and all that. Yeah. Because she's so controlling. Mm -hmm. Or have, like, Mom be so jealous of her daughter. Yeah. Like, so, something I Something different. Yeah. I, so, but like I said, I like that ending sequence, the last part where she performs. Because there's parts of, like, Natalie Portman looking at herself in the mirror, and she's crying, and then she starts smiling. Like, she starts giggling, and she starts crying again. Like, that is really cool. I yeah. like those moments. I like the ending. But it wasn't enough to redeem the movie. I don't know why. This, this movie got a lot of um, accolades, a lot of hype. Love, a lot of love. award nominations. She got Best Actress for, like, two different Academy Awards. Academy Awards and Gold Globes. But I don't know why. Like, I don't feel that she did that great of a job. I can see the hard work that she put into it. Yeah. I just don't think she's that talented to back it up. So, this goes back to what we've talked about in other episodes of the podcast, like, We've watched Annihilation with Natalie Portman, and we talked a little bit then. We're not big fans of her. I don't like her in Star Wars. I don't like her in Thor. I hate her in Thor. Thor is the worst. I just don't... Even the new one. I haven't seen the new one yet. But I just don't think Thor she's... Thor and Natalie Portman. Everything else about those movies are great. Yeah, like, I just don't... I don't think she portrays a strong woman well at all. I think no. she's very bland in that she doesn't have good range. And she does. She doesn't have chemistry with like literally anyone she works with. I've seen her with 
whatever Anakin Skywalker in the Star and Wars Chris movies Hemsworth and Chris and Hemsworth. And it's just nothing is there. Nothing is there. I don't know why you would cast her in anything. To be completely and totally honest with you, I nothing really with don't like, like her. Nothing with like an actual love interest. No. In Annihilation, same thing. Cold. She's the very cold. She would be better as a robot, like to play a robot. She could probably do that okay. Wow. I mean, I agree, but damn. Well, she's fired. just and like she plays this weak character, and this necess- this isn't necessarily her fault because she. You I know, think it's someone just wrote written. her. Yeah, this but, one is definitely more the writing than her. I think. But like for her character, like I said, there's different ways to portray weak. Rather, she's meek. She's not weak, kind of thing. She's just. It's just so, I just don't like there's it. There's no assertiveness. Right. But there's also, then, there's no no assertiveness. It just kind of hides. And, but there doesn't also feel like there's any passion, any fire, any drive, anything. There's I, nothing there. I feel like if she kept what she did, but when she went into Black Swan territory, mm-hmm. it was the extreme opposite. It would be like, cool. Like, more extreme. Yeah. So that it would balance out her the extreme meek that we have. Well, also, like, I'm not... Because her, her dives into the Black Swan are just, like, her going from, like, a meek one to, like, a three. Yeah. And then until the very end where she's at the ten, but I feel like let's, let's just constantly going way. from one to ten back down to one, it would be such a whiplash that you'd be like, whoa. Yeah. The Black what Swan... What just happened? Where is she going with this? The Black Swan should be making things happen, not having things happen to them. Correct. And it's very much, she has things happen to her, and she's just there for the ride. Yeah. Let's do some fun facts. Sure. So Mila Kunis was the first one approached about this movie. I thought Natalie Portman was. I read two very different things, but I saw two out of three things saying Mila Kunis was the first one approached. I saw, I very certainly saw Natalie Portman was the first one. Like I said, I saw... Two or three or four different articles, and they all said different things. The only th- reason I say Natalie Portman is because Natalie Portman was the one that got her the job for the movie. <laughs> I'm just reporting I what know, I, I read, I'm and just I saying, just... It's not what I was reading, so... I'm just saying, two out of the three of the sources I said said Mila Kunis was first. Approached about the movie. Not cast, approached. And I read Natalie Portman was approached ten years before the film was made. I don't like... <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Our kill count is one. <laughs> Such a stupid horror movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. don't like her. I don't like this. Uh, Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis both trained mm-hmm. for the part. So, they did... So, they both did some of their own work. Now, that is heavily debated <laughs> by the people who were in the movie. Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis, the director, all said that Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis did, like, 80% of their own dancing, but the, the backup dancers who played them in the movie say have a very widely different story, so take that as you will. I feel like the, the background characters still did a lot of dance shoots. Yeah. Just in case something happened. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like they did 100%. Mm-hmm. However, what was used was probably 80% mm-hmm. for Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis because they were trying to keep it... As much to them as possible. Correct. And just have those for, like, the really close-up shots of the feet and, like... The really extensive, 
hard The parts, really yeah. hard shit that you have to zoom in and you can't fake because it's fucking ballet. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, looking at it, I could see that, Nat, like, what they used was more Natalie Portman than a professional dancer. Yeah. So, that's my opinion, but Natalie Portman also paid for her dance lessons. Yeah. Her own dance lessons, the studio did not do that. And Mila Kunis did practice enough to be to be good at actual point. Yeah, which is well, impressive. There was definitely a smaller budget for this film. They had trouble getting money to make this film. I wonder why. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> um, the soundtrack, a lot of it is the music from Swan Lake, but played backwards mm-hmm. in a distorted manner. Uh, Apparently Natalie Portman got hurt a lot. Yeah, her left toe. Her left toe. I think she had a concussion at one point. Mm-hmm. Not great. No. Um, Marl Streep was considered to play mom, and then Antonio Banderas and Hugh Jackman were considered uh, for the role for Thomas. Okay. Which, I don't need to see those two making <laughs> out with Natalie Portman, so I'm okay with the casting that they went with. I like the guy they cast. Yeah, I'm okay with him. Um, I really don't have any other fun facts. I stopped. There's a lot of, like, <laughs> a lot of little swan things. There's a swan stuffed animal. There's a swan mosaic. There's a lot of hidden things in the background. Yeah, Whatever. when she touches herself, there's a black swan in the corner in the midst of all of her white stuffed animals. Yeah, whatever. Just staring at her. Okay, fine, cool, whatever. Do you sure. Have, do you have taglines? I have one. There's only one. I really want to know what it is. Do you? Yeah. Do you have any guesses? No. It's, I just want to be perfect. Gross. Yep. So I, I found some fun reviews. Hit me with it. Do you want five star, one star, or half a star? Let's do the five star first. Five star first. Okay. I love watching women go insane while practicing lesbianism. To me, it's a lifestyle. Oh my god. <laughs> That was the five-star review. So the one-star review, this one makes me happy. He's like, main role, not played by a black, nor a swan. Hashtag disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. And then the half-star is, you guys wouldn't understand how much my hatred for Natalie Portman has increased after watching this movie. She is on the same wavelength. I think that was a dude. (laughs) He is on the same wavelength. (laughs) So... Let's grade this shit. Kelly, yeah. what are the rules of our grading system? So we have five questions that we answer, each on a scale of 1 to 10, so we can square out a possible score of 50, 100 total. It's just a way to rank our movies. These are also our opinions. So yes. in our opinion, was this a good horror movie? I said a 4. I said a 6. I did see parts that could have been redeemed. The ending's very good. Yeah. Uh, how was the acting? 4. I said seven because everybody but Natalie Portman was great. So That's majority fair. rules. But Natalie Portman is the majority of the movie. Yeah, but everybody else was so enjoyable to watch. It's true, it's true. <laughs> How were the special effects? Six. I said a nine. So I hate the bleeding at the end of the movie. When she bleeds out in her abdomen, I don't like that look at all. It looks very fake to me. Honestly, that part didn't bother me. I really, I said nine, by the way. Um... I did like the close-ups of, like, the ballerina feet and, like, the nail stuff because that shit's real. I could not watch that. I had to look away. Like, ballerina's feet look like that. Mm -hmm. And they're fucked. Yeah. Yep. 
Because they're on their toes all the time. Because point is literally toe yeah. supporting the entire body. Yeah, yeah, no thank you. Uh, was it a compelling story or have interesting twists? Five. Four. Yeah. Uh, character development and writing? Two. Four. Yeah. So I had a total score of 21. I had 30. And that's putting us in between <laughs> Annihilation from 2018. Also starring Natalie Portman. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Beating Her. Yeah, which is fair. It's very fair. So. So, next movie hopefully is better, but Christy picked it, so. Yes. and I've seen this one. So, yes. to, for me, yes. it's going to be better. For Kelly, I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, we're going to cover American Mary. I don't know anything about this movie. So, this one is a, has a little bit of slasher elements to it. Okay. Um, but more, like, medical, surgical Okay. Aspects as well as a strip club. It'll Yay. all make sense when we watch it. Okay, okay. <laughs> when was this one made? Do you know? Not off the top of my head. Well, I know it's that. Okay. Makes, I. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. I could look it up real quick. No, we'll we'll just say it next time. So, um, if you want to join the conversation and give us any movie suggestions and whatnot, you can go follow us at Unnerved a Horror Movie Podcast on Facebook, at Unnerved on Twitter. And my Instagram, at Lilith underscore Hilltopple. Mm -hmm. If you like our artwork as much as we do... Go listen... Oh, sorry. My God, my brain! Go visit... Go visit my sister, at Danny Draws Dragons, on Instagram. Um, And then go listen to our episode about Annihilation, because she's actually our guest star on that. So our other Natalie Portman movie, uh, she was able to talk about that. That was recommended to us by her... I don't think she has the same hatred for Natalie Portman that you and I do, but I do recommend listening to the episode. Yeah. I mean, you gotta love the demon bear in there. The special effects in that movie are very good. That is a better movie to me than Swan Swan, the, the Black Swan is. My God. My brain. I don't like either one of them. They're pretty equal to me. Well, I, could, I wouldn't be able to choose which one was better. I'd rather watch Annihilation again than Black Swan again. Like, if I had to choose, if someone said, listen, you can only pick one to watch again? Black Swan or Annihilation? I would pick Annihilation. I'd pick Black Swan. Really? Sebastian Stan, man. He's not in it long enough for me. I can can wait for him. And I love Mila Kunis, like. True. I like the other actors. I like the story better in Annihilation. Annihilation just confuses me, and I'm not a big sci-fi fan. So I'd rather run the risk of the psychological horror. God, Black Swan. <laughs> well, it's, it's bad. In the meantime, stay safe. Yes, and stay spooky. You know what? Stay extra spooky. We are rapidly approaching I can October. sense fall on the horizon. Listen, today on a billboard, I saw an advertisement for a pumpkin cold brew from Dunkin' Donuts. So we're officially there, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> it is spooky season. Hot take. I mean, all the Halloween decorations are out. Yep. I'm ready for these skeletons. I am excited. Me too. And we have fun stuff planned. Yes! We have a fun trilogy that we're going to cover. Yes. <laughs> That's just easy. Stay tuned. Yes. So, uh, we will see you guys in two weeks for American Mary. Bye! Bye.